Hi guys, thanks for joining us today on the Do It With Dan podcast. We are doing our weekly Q&A session today. I'm Dan's co-host, M, and I will be asking Daniel questions that I've randomly selected from Cora. He doesn't know what they are ahead of time, so we're putting him on the spot. We're super excited to get started and super excited for you to join us today. It's finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan, entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mangana. Emily, Emily, are you ready for the... <laughs> I can't believe our, our Facebook live completely failed. I, I hope I've deleted all, ev- all evidence of it. I think that I have. I, I don't think I deleted I think it's on my Facebook page. So it, it, it shouldn't be on yours because when I finished it asked if I wanted to keep it or delete it and I said delete it. Okay. Well we'll find out. <laughs> and that's and hey, it's okay if it's still on there. They'll see your beautiful face on my on my Facebook page. With me saying, I think I put it worked out. Emily's <laughs> laughing at me. <laughs> and you're just sitting there like Ah, <laughs> uh, that was um. I'm hey, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna do one in the morning. You're gonna do a Facebook live in the morning? Yeah, before I head out. Um, awesome. After I've done my um my my walking meditation in the woods, I'm gonna do a Facebook live. Awesome. Yeah. I have yet to do that yet. I'm I'm listen. I was a little nervous for it tonight, so maybe I made that happen. <laughs> Is it you? Could have been me. You destroyed our Facebook Live. I've never done Facebook Live. It's a little nerve-wracking. I, I did them now. Um, known. I've done them a few times now, and it's just chill. I just get on and have a little chit-chat. Yeah. A little chit-chat. A little chit-chat. A little chit-chat. All I do is a little chit-chat. I don't do too much more than a little chit-chat, you know. Horrible attempt at an Irish accent. Ugh. The problem um, with doing our Q and A's at seven thirty in the evenings. Well, they, re- they, re- they require wine. It requires wine, and this wine is making me awesome. This wine is making me awesome. Okay, I may have to, I may have to do a video of this clip on the YouTube just so people I can see the wine. <laughs> Talk to me, MZ. How many questions have you got? All right, so we got 10 questions, and they are great questions. I didn't go off the deep end this week. I've been quite enjoying the deep end. Yeah? Yeah. That was interesting, wasn't it? Yeah, that was an interesting swim. I got to, you know. But you are the question queen. You are the queen of the questions, the question queen. I know. I know, and hey, listen, people got to start emailing in questions. and Yep, they do. All that fun stuff. So, okay, we'll start with the first one. All right, Dan, Daniel, what are some good resources for learning how to become a motivational speaker? Um, Life experience. Mm. Life experience. I mean, someone might, well, different people go to different motivational speakers for different things. Some go because their, their story inspires them and some go because their manner inspires them. So if someone wants to be a good motivational speaker, then really what they're asking for is how they can learn to connect a motivational story or narrative with people, how to move people. Um, I think that starts with talking from the heart because I feel the difference 
when I'm really heart centered, I really feel the difference in the response that comes from people because I think that's there's an energy there that people can actually pick up on. So that's number one. But number two, there isn't, you know, there is a skill to being able to talk and communicate. So getting a good coach, I've got an, I've got an amazing speaking coach. Um, he's really supportive and tells it like it is. I remember I sent him a piece once and he's like, this is beautifully written, but you're not writing it, you're speaking it. So you need to start again. Those are the best kind that, you know, they're not afraid to say, hey. Exactly, exactly. So if someone wants, you know, resources on becoming a motivational speaker, I would say you need to learn how to speak and learn how to speak in your heart. Absolutely. That's what I would say. Awesome. Great question, great answer. Okay, so this is one of my favorites this week. Are you ready? I am ready. Ready. Have you ever faced naysayers in your life, and how did you deal with them? I faced naysayers. I faced naysayers. I faced naysayers throughout my life, and I face them still today. Um, but the most important thing is to be so solid within yourself that what other people say doesn't really matter. So, facing naysayers really is just learning to be able to look away from the naysayers and look inside to yourself. Because the more that your life is guided by the thoughts and behaviors of other people, the more of your power you're giving away. And if you're giving your power away, then even if you do get somewhere or even if you do get somewhere, get to your destination, you're going to get there in a disempowered state anyway. And the other thing as well is if you're guiding your, if you're making life choices based on the thoughts of others, then you're probably not going to be very happy at the end of it either. You can't get to a place whole and fulfilled if that place that you've gotten to is a place that you, is a place you've gone to on account of other people. Now, if someone else is getting a destination, then it's going to be a destination that makes them happy, not that makes you happy. And the funny thing is, it probably isn't going to make them happy because they're probably not going to care. As we've said on questions before, you know, all that energy you put into other people, they probably don't really care all that much. They're probably so busy, unhappy within themselves but they haven't really got the energy to take true stock of where you are and what you're doing. They may have a false stock that they use in order to make you feel lesser than, mm -hmm. but in real terms, they probably haven't got all that much time and energy to give to you. So. No, absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, like I, I, I wrote about this heavily in my last blog post and I, I was just having a conversation with my son about this. If you constantly live your life mm -hmm. trying to make other people, it's like a hamster on a wheel. You will never, because you can't ever make people happy. They have to make themselves happy. Exactly. Just like you have to make yourself happy. So it will be an endless loop mm -hmm. and it doesn't make them happy. No. It doesn't. So great answer. All right. Next question. What is the number one thing that you have learned or figured out so far in life that you are the most proud of? Uh, the ability to grow and be a better version of yourself. That for me, in a nutshell, is it. Um, the ability to have awareness of the need to grow and to actually mm. participate in that self-growth yourself, like to engage in that self-growth. Engage. That's it. What about you? Um, that I have total and complete control and responsibility in my life. Woo, woo. 
Step yeah. one and beyond intention. Yeah. We'll accept it. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> yeah, mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. I mean, that just ends up underpinning so much when you can turn around and say, I'm responsible and step into that power. So much shifts off the back of it. Oh, it's unbelievable. And I've really, you know, lately it's, I've been shown people in my life that just, they think they have no way out. They think they're stuck. They think that, that life happens to them and that they have no control and it just breaks my heart. But I know, you know, people have to figure that out on their own, but to know that you can do whatever and, you know, you have total control of your life. It's scary for a lot of people, but damn, it's freeing. Yeah. Yeah. Like you like it? Yeah, we can do a mic drop there. We can do <laughs> You know I had to bring it back. Okay. I had to make an appearance. So this is kind of... It seems like a weird question, but I think I know where you'll go with it. And this is why I asked you it. Okay. How do I help my boyfriend to find motivation? Kind of piggybacks on the last question. You can't help your boyfriend to find motivation. You can motivate your boyfriend to find his own motivation, but you can't help him find it. Because it wouldn't be motivation. He will be taking action on the back of you, whether it's to avoid pain or to get pleasure that you would have to exchange with him in order to ex extricate what you would think was motivation from him. And as soon as that disappeared. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is, why would you want someone to be dependent on you for motivation? Yes. That is, that is great. Is that point. where you thought I was going to go with it? Where do you yeah. think I was going to go? Before I go to the next point, where do the, you think I was going to go? Exactly what you said in the first sentence. Why would you want to, you can't help your boyfriend fight motivation. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta fight it for, it's silly. Yeah. I mean, everyone's, everyone has a motivational, a motivational map. They have a map of things that motivate them. Everyone also has a tendency. Gretchen Rubin says that the world generally falls into four. You have obligers, upholders, rebels, and questioners. Mm. So in order to get a result out of someone, you have to communicate them in a way that falls in line with their tendency. And in order to get action out of someone, you have to present that action in a method that's in harmony with their motivational map. So if this young lady or young man wants to help the boyfriend and wants to ignore my admonition not to do so, I would say identify their tendency, which is on happiercast.com, Gretchen Rubin, four tendencies. And then I would get them to do a motivational mind map, which is like motivationalmindmaps.org or something. You have to pay about 60 bucks to do that one. And then you will identify what motivates you and what doesn't. But here's the thing. If your boyfriend is not motivated, they probably haven't discovered a big enough why in their life. Or the things that you're trying to motivate them to do are not in harmony with their why. Another way to put that is they haven't yet connected with a purpose, mm -hmm. like a true gut-wrenching purpose. Because when you have connected with a true gut-wrenching purpose, motivation is an automatic byproduct of that. If someone completely and utterly demotivated, then yeah, they're probably in the wrong 
wrong energy, life energy. If they are partially motivated, perhaps dip in motivation from time to time and need a bump, then your motivational mind maps help, then your tendency helps and your personality type, all these other maps and modalities help with a bump. But if you're really stuck in a trough, your, your soul knows. Your soul knows it's in the wrong place. So trying to force someone to do something that isn't in line with that, at some point they're going to be ridiculously unhappy. That leads to um, midlife crisis, in extreme cases, suicide. Middle of the road, but still crappy situations of addictions of some kind in order to numb the pain of their soul being forced to do something that's not in harmony, not in, not in tune with them. So identify, is this thing that I want my... Some people ask this question and really what they want is they want to know how to change their partner. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Right. It's a tool, yeah, for sure. Give me a tool to change my partner. I want him to make more money, but he just wants to work with trees all day. Maybe he's doing what makes him happy. Right. And maybe you need to go and be with someone that does what you want. So many people are in unhappy relationships because they're forcing the outcome of a happy relationship with someone that's not in tune with them, not in harmony with them. Right, right. And depending, depending on that other person to fulfill all their needs instead exactly. of going. Because what? they're empty within themselves. So you've got two yeah. empty people not serving each other, seeking fulfillment in a situation that can only lead to sadness. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, do I have anything more on that? I don't want to waffle. So I think we can probably knock that one on the head there and drop the mic. However, dude, stop trying to change other people. Right. Nudging them in the right direction is one thing. Right. right. If you're asking this question because you want to change them. Yes. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Yep. Stop. But there, yeah, you can help someone get a bump and help nudge someone in the right, right direction. But assess whether this is the relationship that works for you, and whether that's the person you actually want to be with. And if it is, love them for who they are. Mic Lack drop. of motivation and all. Mic drop. That's right. That was the mic drop point right there, wasn't it? That was a wasn't quite ready yet. It wasn't quite ready yet. It dropped and you had to catch it. You caught it for me. And then you dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, yeah. Yeah. After 11 weeks of this now. <laughs> so this is kind of a fun one. Yeah. If you could speak to any one person alive on earth, mm -hmm. who would you talk to and what would you say? Would I say what would I ask? What would I say? Any person alive yeah. on earth. I have a list of people that I want to meet and um, one by one, I'm creating the framework to meet them. Absolutely. Um, I know you will. <laughs> and I've tested the ability to create the opportunities to do so. And I have done on three of them. Love it. So in terms of answering this question, putting one from the list, one from my list would be, From just in relation to where I am in my life right now, Tony Robbins. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, he's on my list. Um, um, but in relation, just, you know, just obviously we've got the event tomorrow. And I remember him telling stories about, um, about like when he was building up, when he was first building up and getting his yeah. message out there and stuff. And I'd like to ask him about the point he hit when he wasn't sure 
if he should be doing that and if he should just suck it all in. Because mm-hmm. we all have them. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, I had mine quite funny. I had mine quite early on. And it was actually something that Gary Vaynerchuk, he was talking to someone else. And they were like, yeah, I want to be like the next LA. And he's like, mm, yeah, so you're ready for 11 years of hard work, right? Because they spent years getting to where they are. Right. So if you're not ready to put that work in, then yes. forget about it. So I would like to ask Tony about the points that he hit when he wasn't sure about carrying on. I guess I, I, I feel I know what he'll tell me is what he did in order to get through those because he, he strikes him as quite an authentic person in terms of living his message. Mm-hmm. However, I'd like to ask him like the details of what he was experiencing at that time. I think that'd be very interesting for someone who has come so far from doing like five people in a room to like, you know, 10,000 people what, yeah. like, getting paid a million a year or whatever to um, just, you know, the, the true darkness of those times. Have you been to one of his workshops? I feel like I feel like you've met him already for some reason. Have you? I like that. Look into that. Look into that feeling and, and keep it anchored. That's weird. I swear to God when you said that, I'm like, no, I feel like you already have. Yeah, keep that anchored. Keep that anchored. Keep that anchored. You, that, know you just created that for me. You just helped me create that. Yeah. You just co-created that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I did an Unleash the Power Within in London over three years ago. Okay. And it was and there was no way for me to know that. I don't think you've ever told me that. No. Yeah. I, did the, I did the walking on the hot coals and stuff. And I'd actually made the decision then that I wanted him to be my personal coach. Yeah. Then I went a different way and I wasn't in business anymore. But had I continued right. in business, then I would, have, I, would have been, I would have been seeking to have him as my personal coach. Yeah. My personal, personal development coach. Yeah. But, um, okay. Performance coach, should I say. Yeah. But yeah, I would say um, that's, that's what... That's who I would, that's who I would ask about. You want to ask, that's who I'd speak to. That's what I'd ask about. I love that. It will happen. Sure. All right. What is the hardest truth you had to accept that made you stronger? That I ain't shit. <laughs> Please expand. <laughs> um, humble pie for me. Mm-hmm. Um, was most consumable when I realized that I don't know as much as I thought I did. Mm. Not as clever as I thought I was. Not even as clever, clever as I thought I was because the internet wasn't really the issue. That I needed help. Wow. That I needed help. Yeah. And it helped that I was too arrogant to accept that I needed. Yeah. So that for me was, that would, that would answer that. Wow. You know, that wow. I don't know everything. I do need some help. What about you? Um, that I, I think that I'm not a victim in my life because mm. that's the role that I played for a very, very, very long time. Mm. And that I think is for a lot of people a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. Because it does put the responsibility on you and I wanted to blame for so long, so many people of why I was where I was in my life and mm. to know, but know that you are not a victim. Mm-hmm. And don't get to play victim mm-hmm. is, it's a big pill to swallow. Yeah. A very big bitter pill. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So everything in my life 
and it never ends. It's constantly, I mean, I'll wake up some days and just have like one of those moments where you're so clear on it, on an event or a situation that happened and how it keeps happening mm -hmm. where it, I mean, it never ends. It's a constant evolution, but that's why we do this work, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm quite, I, I think that I don't think I've ever been in a time when I've sat in victim. I've passed through victim. Mm -hmm. I've never sat in victim. Um, but 100% being so cocksure that I lost sight of, I was talking to you today, so we did, um, we did session two, because I'm obviously doing an event tomorrow, I did my session two for the group coaching today, and we're talking about clearing, mm -hmm. and uh, we're talking about getting support, mm -hmm. and that the fine, there's a fine line for so many between getting support and palming off responsibility. Mm -hmm. So when you get support, you step into a situation where you let, I mean, I use the analogy of you are the driver's seat of your life, Mm -hmm. But even when you're driving in the car, you can have a navigator in the passenger seat. Mm -hmm. But the navigator isn't changing the gears, hitting the shells and turning the wheel. They're supporting you. But for so long, I wasn't letting anybody in the car, even though I needed someone in the car. Mm, I love that. Um, and understanding the importance of needing people in the car sometimes to support you and get where you need to go. And doing that in an empowered way, because when I was learning to navigate that, I would end up farming off control for a long time, not deliberately, but hey, you do that, not doing your due diligence on people, not checking things out, and then you end up in just as much trouble as before. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, finding that balance between handing over somebody and knowing when I need to, I need to be steering like that. Yeah. That dance has been. Yeah. No, me too. I know what you're saying. Yeah. It is. It's tough. Well, I don't always get it right. Um, but we're human. That's when it comes, that's when it's time to be gentle with yourself. Yeah. Um, and say, okay, cool. But remembering yeah. if you make a mistake, you know, a couple of times, then it's now a choice. Right. And if you keep repeating something, you need to check the subconscious program that's running that autoplay and be, have an awareness within yourself that allows you to be present enough to recognize these patterns approaching and make new choices so that you don't make the same, yeah. get the same outcomes. Absolutely. But that's, that's me. Yeah. No, I, I know ex exactly what you're talking about with that. It's a, mm. it's a fine dance between being strong and looking at yourself and yet still knowing you need somebody in that passenger seat sometimes mm -hmm. to help you out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because you have gaps, you have gaps in your knowledge. Yeah. It's about supporting you during your growth and also recognizing that the universal thread, the tapestry of the universal thread, the thread in the universal tapestry has different types of threads, different thicknesses of threads, different colors of threads. And actually there could be a blessing that someone else needs to tap into by working with you on something. Yeah. Maybe they do need to connect with you and give to you there because that is their gift that they're here to give. So it's just being mindful of that. Yeah. Mm. No, 
we had we went to a pizza joint today and it you know of course signs like this show up i woke up this morning saying i want pizza and ended up finding some pizza place and our waitress you know we strike up a converse scott strikes up a conversation with her and then we start kind of talking about this kind of path and the spiritual path and you know, she's like, oh yeah, I'm, you know, me and my boyfriend, we just started, we're right there and I'm learning to surrender and, you know, just, and she talked about lucid dreaming and she's like, I've learned this new technique of how to really lucid dream and stay conscious in my dreams. And, you know, Scott was like, wow, you know, I feel like we could help each other. Like she could teach me this and I can teach her that. And it was, it was awesome. It was cool. Of course, you know, she happens to be our waitress and you know, she's like, oh my gosh, you guys gave me such a boost today. Like I was really needing it. And I said, hey, we needed it too. So <laughs> that works, right? Love it, it was yeah. awesome. Mm -hmm. No, and, and having that, that, that dance with people of, I can learn from you, you can learn from me. It's empowering. Yeah. Okay, so I think, okay. When do you know you should cut someone out of your life? You know when you know. That's a cop-out question. What you're looking, what the person's looking for is they're looking for validation to keep someone in their life. Mm -hmm. Or they're looking to avoid the fact that they know someone shouldn't be in their life anymore. Right, because if they ask the question in the first place, they're, mm -hmm. yeah. So just stop being a punk and answer yourself. Mm. Your soul knows. Your soul knows that person doesn't serve you and you don't serve that person. Neither one of you are served by being in that relationship right now. You're not loving them and you're not loving yourself by maintaining that life situation. The word toxic coming up. I don't know if I'm tapping. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, and this is something that we all have to know. But I would say that when you jump, recognize that anything that is showing up in this relationship. I'm not calling this a romantic relationship. It could be platonic, right. it could be a work relationship, whatever. Right. It will continue to show up until you deal with it. And for something to show up in your experience in someone else, it's reflecting something that's in you. It doesn't have to be a direct, a direct representation. I'll give you a, uh, an example. I, there's a relationship going through my life that has a ridiculous level of dishonesty. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm not being dishonest with people. What the fuck am I getting this dishonesty shit for? Yeah, yeah. And it's because I wasn't being honest with myself. Yeah, yep. And the second that I started showing up honest in myself, mm -hmm. that dishonesty stopped with the other person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah, I love so that. That relationship in its current form doesn't need to be in your life. That doesn't mean that you need to get rid of the person. It means you need to transmute the energy of the relationship in its current form. And that should include, um, that should include growth and it should include a retroactive shift in who you are, not who the other person is. Absolutely. So I'm not saying that the relationship needs to grow as in you need to tell the other person to grow up. You need to grow into a more enlightened version of yourself within the relationship and that will shift it. Because the common denominator in every single one of our relationships is ourselves. That's part and parcel of a foundation of beyond intention, step one, except, and that is that I am the common denominator in every single experience in my life. And by recognizing that you are the common denominator, 
you'll see that by changing you, you can change everything that's happening. Mm-hmm. Like if you've got twenty, if you've got twenty issues in a relationship with someone, if you change yourself, then every single one of those twenty like issues has to change in, in some way, shape, or form. And if you having done that, there is still no joy and no love being you know being served, then dip. Right. But and- dip, but leave is a better person. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're right. You change and they will either fall away on their own. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you need to do as far as, Oh, I need to cut you or any, it will come the way mm-hmm. it's supposed to come when you change within. And mm-hmm. I loved at the beginning when you said that, because it made me think of my marriage. And when you said, I think I'm thinking of the word toxic, cause that's my mm-hmm. marriage so toxic, but I kept asking other people, should I stay? Should I go? Yeah. But I knew it's because I knew deep down I needed to go, but I was mm-hmm. trying. You didn't have the balls to do it. That's what it was. Yeah. Yep. Which is good because you're a lady person. So. <laughs> Last time I checked. <laughs> no, hey, in my, in my blog, I, I said I grabbed my balls and told him I'm leaving. <laughs> I did. <laughs> no, it's so true. Mm-hmm. But, had you, but had you left, had you left still in that disempowered state, you would have carried right. that empowering energy yes. in the other relationship. Absolutely. So you had to grow out of the relationship. Hugely. And Huge. by doing so, that is when you were able to see. Yeah. Like a real. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. This is a great question. Okay. Just. <laughs> All right. How can I overcome the feeling of fear? I had a difficult childhood. I can't afford therapy and I want to take control of my life. Is there anything I can do myself at home? I am 29 years old. Mm, if it's a fear, then um, check out yourtappingjourney.com. Ruthie Cohen Joyner has a lot of free resources in terms of emotional freedom technique, which is one thing that they can use to start seeing change. But there's a lot of free resources and I obviously she works with us in building attention so I can trust the quality of what she's teaching. Um, find an accountability partner. I like that. Um, but they're really taking the first step by accepting responsibility for it and seeking help. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know where they're writing from but a lot of places also have through the health service <laughs> access to some assistance there are also certain talk uh, helplines that you can call to get someone to talk to at least because if you are going on this journey you will need someone to talk to um but yes for now i would tell them go to www.yourtappingjourney.com and get some free resources on at least emotional freedom technique um that's what i would suggest awesome Last question. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. What is your advice for a young person trying to figure out who they are? Funniest thing. It's funny because I was like, will there be a question where I can share my story from yesterday? Yesterday? What day is today? Saturday. <laughs> Isn't that a great problem to have? Because I do that all the time. I'm like, what? it's so great. What day is <laughs> <laughs> so I was making my way from one part of California to another and the train there was a uh, trained carrying oil tipped over 
and covered the trek, knocked over some power lines. Anyway, <laughs> my, my train was like, sorry, we, we can't go anywhere until this is cleared. I'm like, mm. And I was really chill. Going with the flow. Flow and surrender has been my thing this week. So there we are. Um, so I get off the train. Duh, 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 duh. And then I bump into some guy. He's like, hey, I'm going to go to here. I'm thinking about taking a lift. I'm like, all right, cool, I'll split with you. He's like, all right, but I kind of work for the a company attached to the train line. So I'm going to have to kind of hang around and help. But I'm going to leave by this time. I'm like, right, cool. Random woman, her daughter comes over. We're talking. And they say, oh, we're going to see because there's another train line we can go down. But that was going to like, I'd have to wait two hours to get that train. and still have to get where I'm going to. I had an appointment. All of this, I was still real chill. I felt really, really chill. Yeah. Then uh, someone else comes over, again, mother and daughter, theme of the day. Uh, and they're like, what are you doing? And she's like, this has happened to me before. We kind of all just clubbed together and got an Uber. I was like, that guy over there is talking about getting a car. Why don't we get one together? She's like, okay. Then she runs away. Then she comes back. She's like, right, I found a car. There's one seat left. Do you want it? Go time. I'm like, yeah, help, let's do it. From getting the car. First coincidence, the young man who's Uber that we got in, guess what his name was? Daniel. Yes. The lady and her daughter, guess what her career is? Life coach. You got it. She was half Mexican. Who was, what was the Uber driver? Half Mexican. Half Mexican. He was full Mexican. <laughs> they were both 39 years old. Their birthdays were 10 days apart. The, Don't you love that? Don't you love it? Exactly. The Uber driver and the young man whose Uber we took, both are from like a couple of streets down from each other. Like a couple of streets down from each other. And we're like a couple hundred miles away from where we're getting oh, to. So great. So anyway, that's the preamble, the setup. Lesson there. When stuff looks like it's falling apart, get present, see it as being a positive outcome and everything will unfold beautifully regardless of how it looks at the time. Because that should have been a ruin my day moment, but it all worked out, number one. Number two, it worked out beautifully because now we're connected. Yep. I mean, it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. uh, her message is um, eat, pray, fuck you. I love it. Oh, you have to hook me up with her. I'm going to hook you up with her because, you know, she's, She's so dope. She's dope. Really great energy. Right. We're networking on some stuff. Oh, love really it. Great, really great call. She wants to start a podcast. I'm like, dude, just do oh, it. I'm going to hook me up with this girl. She's like, she's like, will you be my first guest? I'm like, hell yeah, I've got a podcast. She's like, you got a podcast? I was like, yeah. She's like, I'm subscribing. So I'm actually going to send her a message um, to listen to this episode. As soon as yeah. Anyway, Bob's Uncle Sally's around. The young man, 23 years old, has just graduated from college. Mm -hmm. He went to Missouri State. He was telling us about his experience there. And he was like, oh my God, you two guys, you're both life coaches. Like, I need some wisdom. So I'm going to share some of what I shared with your namesake. Daniel. Perfect. Is that okay? Perfect. Is that okay? Perfect. So I said to him, you need to spend some time getting to know who you are. And that means getting, spending some time learning to listen to what your mind is saying to you. Because it's all very well and good me telling you you know, your heart knows and all this stuff, but unless you know how to listen to your heart, that's not really much use to it. Take time out to learn what makes you happy. Mm -hmm. Not what makes other people happy, but what makes you happy on a soul level. Mm -hmm. Find 
to meaning in the relationships you have in your life because relationship capital is one of the most important things in terms of being a happy person, being a fulfilled person, most importantly, getting places because relationships are the under, underpinning things on the Learn to listen to yourself. Obviously, we talk about that and the intention and listen. Mm -hmm. Get comfortable with silence because that's the only place that the, the heart actually speaks. Learn that there are different brains in your body. One is your head, one is your heart. Learn the tool of listening to your heart. Check mm -hmm. out HeartMath Institute. They're doing a lot of work in there. Check out heart coherence techniques online. I've got one on the Facebook page and on my YouTube channel by Dr. Carla Stanton, who was a clinical consultant, but is now medical director for the UK. Wow. Um, yeah, she got an upgrade. Such a dope chick. But yeah, before doing anything, before running off to try and find a purpose, learn to listen to the voice that actually tells you what your purpose is. Once you've done that, then you can come back and start asking questions. But if you're asking questions in English, but your heart speaks Chinese, you're not going to understand what it's got to say back to you. So you have to learn in Chinese. You have to learn the language of the heart. When you learn that language, then these voices that will come back to you naturally, you won't, when you spend time in silence, you will hear the voice and the voice will tell you, you won't have to ask it because the heart knows, the soul knows. It's always speaking to us. It's speaking to us through our body. It's speaking to us through our intuition. It's speaking to us through our experiences that it causes to unfold in our life that push us in a certain direction. It speaks to us all of the time. We just have to learn to listen to it. So in terms of learning what, what they should be doing, what they should be doing right now is learning to listen because their purpose here on this planet is already encoded in them. That's what the Dreamers Manifesto is all about, as you know. It's about learning to shut up and listen to the voice that's talking all of the time anyway and giving you the direction because it talks in the silence. So get you to the silence and then the I love it. My I love it. <laughs> it's, again, with, you know, with my son who's 15, same exact conversations we've had in the last couple of weeks. Everything you just said, everything about listening, not to me, not to his dad, not to everybody else that tells him you need to do this or you need to do that or you need to go in this path or you need to become a doctor or you need to do this. The more you listen to that voice inside, that intuition in your heart, the louder it will come and the more you'll learn to listen to it. Building that relationship is so important. Oh. There's, there's tools like journaling you can use to build that relationship. Just following your gut, your intuition and building that relationship. There are tools to strengthen that bond like meditation, mm -hmm. um, other mindfulness mm -hmm. um, practices that you can use to connect to it. Tai Chi is another really, really good one. Yeah. Um, spending time connecting to what actually creates that silent space. It could be exercise. If going from room gets you into that space, yeah. do it. If listening to a certain type of music gets you into that space, yeah. do it. Build that relationship. Yeah. That's what my son said. He goes, I don't, I don't necessarily meditate in that form, but he goes, I'll sit outside and turn this. It's this one kind of music. It's, um, I forget what the name of it is, but it's just musical, but it's kind of like techno, not techno, but it's the- Is it trance? Is it trance? No, Trap. I can't remember, but it's, I mean, it's what awesome. I listen listen to? It's like piano and jazzy, but yet kind of techno-y. Oh, electrics, uh, electric, uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And broken, broken beats, broken beats. Yeah. 
and that's what he does is mm-hmm. listen, listens to that and hey i think you know young kids they have it's easier for them to connect to that voice mm-hmm. because they don't have as many years built up of learning to not listen to that voice exactly so, exactly. so the younger the, 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 the younger they are when we get them listening to it the easier it is for them to just connect with it right absolutely mm. love it oh well that feels good that feels great I feel quite emptied. I find our sessions quite therapeutic. Yeah, no, me too, for sure. I definitely do. Like my fixed therapy session. It is, yeah, yeah. No, it is. And we're just talking to each other. <laughs> it is. It's really, I, I, every time after I'm like, yeah, I got my, I got my, my, my uh, Prozac for the week. <laughs> right? Conversation with Prozac. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Great. So great. All right. Well, I'm going to be with um, Mike and Jen. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't worry. Ignore me because we're not leaving it to the last minute next week. What's that? We're not leaving it to the last minute next week. No. <laughs> no. We're not leaving it to the last Wednesday, minute. Wednesday, I leave. What time do you leave on Wednesday? I leave here at 10 a.m. Wednesday. I arrive mm-hmm. in Jacksonville at 2.30. Do you want to do Tuesday? We can do Tuesday. We can absolutely yeah. do Tuesday. Yeah. Thursday during the day because it, you know. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, I'll be busy. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're going to be doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll be busy. Tuesdays. All right, let's, let's, let's do Tuesday. Okay. Okay, folks, this was Em and Dan. We're a day late because we wanted to do something special for you today and it just, M-, M was scared and decided to create a reality where it, it was impossible to do. I did. I'm sorry. He's a magical creator like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be back on next Friday, um, direct to direct to the podcast without a fancy video. But um, we're going to be together in a couple of weeks, so we'll, we'll do it then. We'll do the live when we're together. Yeah, perfect. So we'll try the um, the do it with Dan live. <laughs> give it a try we'll give it a, we'll give it a do we're not going to give it a try we're going to give it a do. yes yes right. we'll give it a do um yeah we this guys you hear me talking about beyond detention we've got an online platform now check out www.livingbeyondintention.com uh, go ahead and get yourself signed up for our online program We've been doing the group coaching that's a lot more accessible than the one-to-one coaching for those of you that want to see a change, but really, 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 really can't access uh, the one-to-one coaching. Workshops are going on everywhere. We're doing one tomorrow up in Santa Cruz. Fabulous. Um, Have a look at dreamwithdan.com. Just launched another event, uh, Prescott, Arizona on the 10th of November been asked yesterday to do one in LA so we're probably going to do one in Los Angeles in November Seattle myself and Tim Shields are doing being uh, being beyond intention uh, employing the beyond intention paradigm to step into a new state of being what day beyond intention in Dubai on the 15th of December. there's lots happening guys lots and lots and lots of opportunity to, uh, to come and connect with us and uh, bring some powerful tools into your life other than that Sunday I have a really really nice interview Sunday Dickens, that's tomorrow. I've got to make sure that's ready. <laughs> Sunday's tomorrow. So-
So this year, I've got an interview with Dr. Carla Stanton. <laughs> going up tomorrow. Come interview. Wow, I need to make sure that gets done. And um, Tuesday is going to be just us. I'm not sure what I'm going to be ranting about, but it should be cool. And come, come see us again. Come hear us again next Friday. Yes. Em and I are going to be shooting the breeze yes. and asking questions. Um, check out M on Instagram because she's on there now and she needs more Instagram friends so that she posts stuff. I know. Please. <laughs> Bloody no posts. Um, Q, what, what did I call your email address again? Q&A at Dan. I can't remember what I called your email address. I can't remember either. In the description, there's an email address you can use to send emails into M anyway with your questions. And other than that, keep dreaming with your eyes open and speak to you again next time. Next time. <laughs> bye bye. It was great. <laughs> Later. Mic drop. drop. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit www.dreamwithdan.com for updates for more exclusive content.